Hey guys, what's up? It's Motormouth Moms here with myself and a co-host, Taylor Kleinhens. But today we have a Hey, Kristen, you can introduce yourself? Kristen Little. Okay, <laughs> so Kristen and Taylor don't know each other, but I know Kristen. She is a previous military uh, spouse. She was uh, at Fort Campbell like the same time that I was, but I actually didn't know her from Fort Campbell. And she's got, we got one major thing that we want to talk about today, but we are going to go ahead and talk about how Kristen and I met and her story. Miss Taylor, this yet either, and we are ready for her to be blindsided. Yeah, I, they said it was a good story, so I am here for it. All right, let's it, hear it. It definitely is a good story. So um, I had previously gotten married right when I had turned 20. Uh, it was my first marriage, obviously. And, um, well, it did not go very well. He ended up cheating on me three weeks into our marriage. Uh, mm-hmm. And on top on top of that, he also slept with his cousin while we were on leave <laughs> for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Kiss Got little cousins. Yes. Little right. sweet home Alabama. it was kind of crazy because we had gotten a fight the night before and he we i we went to bed separately obviously um and i wake up thinking that him and this cousin that he had been acting really weird with went and got breakfast without me so you know like my fat ass sat on the couch and i was really upset i was like they would really go get breakfast without me I heard something move behind the couch. (laughs) Yeah, I heard something move behind the couch and I go peek over and they had made a makeshift bed on the floor and they were naked from what (gasps) I could see. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, like her head was on his chest. His arm was around her. It was mm, not it. He was like, she was like only like 16, right? And he was like. Yes. He was the what? same age as me, so what, like 19, 19, 20? He was a, he was a little younger than me. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, and she she just turned 16, like freshly oh, 16. Lord. Hold up. Are they, like, legit cousins? Or they was are it like legit older? cousins. Like, <sighs> his blood and her dad are brothers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, that is sounds some like backwoods the, Alabama shit. Sounds right to there. me like the dads yeah. could have been cousins too. Seeing how they know like they the are. family. He, well, listen to this. I never shared this. Oh, on no. my TikTok. Oh, <laughs> but Lord. his grandma actually married her first cousin. It, ru- <gasps> it runs in the family. <laughs> Listen, is he blue? I I heard that that's a thing. People, yes, their skin tone is like a shade of blue because of the incest. Like, (laughs) he's really pale. Oh my gosh! I actually have a cousin, so I know this is going to sound really bad. I'm not going to go like into details, just because my a lot of my family doesn't know. But my grandpa actually did uh, rape one of his daughters and got her pregnant. Well. The first line, typically, the, if there is any problems, it's usually, like, mental problems. 
um, but nothing physical. Usually that's how it goes generation wise, but it's usually when that incest child has children, that's when the deformities happen. And um, a cousin that is a hermaphrodite and that's a classic sign for like incest. Oh my gosh. In the family. Yeah, that's why in like hermaphrodites happen because it's usually, typically, I believe, uh, that's so. I have a cousin who is a hermaphrodite. He goes by a guy. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, oh my lord. Wow. Oh my god. That, yeah, we're already starting off really yeah. crazy and messy. Yeah. We're starting off strong. And you know, <laughs> You know, any other normal 20-year-old would be like, you know what? Let's get a divorce. Not I. I went back to Texas with him. And I was like, I'm not trying hard enough. He went on to cheat on me. You don't even know. He went on to cheat so many times. There was Tinder on his phone. It was insane. Oh, I'm so sorry. I I am not. Well, see, the best part that came out of that is that I during all this I had met my current husband John so I kind of look at it as like a positive thing right oh you know some people would look back and be like oh that was horrible but for me I'm like but I met the love of my life (laughs) right I'm sure thanks for fucking your cousin (laughs) (laughs) thanks for being such a horrible human being like yeah um but so I had gone through all that now and Everyone back home was under this impression that I was some huge whore (laughs) and just sleeping around, and that's why we got a divorce. So (sighs) to set the record straight with not only everyone back home, but every other base that I could (laughs) possibly get in contact with and join a wives group with, basically, um, they all got... (laughs) my side of the story (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) yeah i wrote in a blog and just updated everyone it was like twice a week i would update and they were you know long long blogs Mm -hmm. so uh and i believe that's how i met taylor because i've never met you i don't think i've ever Mm -hmm. met you in person no i wish we would have because we really would have gotten along but no um i I remember you telling he was kind of like throwing you under the bus other people and then that's how you told your story you're like no fuck that I'm gonna tell my side I mean as you should yeah but I just remember you like saying that like like what you just said that you had to get your side of the story out yeah and I've always been a very like I'm gonna tell the truth and I don't care if it show it if it shows me in a bad light because not only did he cheat on me but I was young too and I cheated back to get Mm -hmm. back with him and I or get back at him and I am very clear in that in in Mm -hmm. my TikToks about that so yeah you know I'm a hundred percent about telling the truth and getting at least my side of the story out there because no matter what there's always going to be three sides there's mine Mm -hmm. and the truth you know and the cousins and the cousins <laughs> and can't the cousins. Oh my god! <laughs> can't forget that side. I still don't get that. Oh lord! I don't. No. I... Oh my god! <laughs> but you also, you also wanted to talk about the whole big reason. So, Kristen had kind of talked to me about anonymously coming to me about sharing a story of something that she's dealt with 
um, mm-hmm. for a while now. And yeah. I remember you had told the story on TikTok and I watched some of the story. I think you might've deleted some of them, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And so I don't think I ever got to finish it, but then you actually told me the full story. I was like, no, you got to come on. Yeah. I'm not telling this. You are telling this. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wanted yeah, to Yeah, you kind of lit you lit a fire under my butt and mm-hmm. was like, "No, girl. Why well, why stop telling the truth now?" <laughs> well, because I'm all about so like I've done like human traffic marches and I have all my merchandise company that I have like all the money that I make from there, I donate it to like human trafficking or like mm-hmm. like sexual assault groups because I'm so I feel so strongly about it because and children who have been hurt so I'm just like no we're advocating no you were so you were so upfront about advocating for it that Mm -hmm. during the pandemic I was almost like Taylor needs to chill she's gonna end up just like Epstein like we need to chill out here (laughs) protect her at all costs yeah (laughs) I really want Blake Lively because she goes those like um conferences and talks about how um you know there's so much like porn on the internet that has children involved and talking about how like I don't want to go too deep into detail but basically a lot of graphic things of babies that are still have the placenta and umbilical cord attached to them Mm -hmm. when I started I went down a rabbit hole for a while and I went through a really bad depression and I started having really bad anxiety from it like chance had to like hold me one night because I was shaking and I had to stop for a while I was like I I I can't even fathom like what people have had to go through because I have never had to go through something like that so it makes me sick knowing I have four kids and they're out there so I want you to expose that motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm nervous. I got goosebumps. But let's just jump right in, I guess. Yep. All right. So um, last year during the shutdown, uh, I had just quit. Okay. Let me rewind. I had just quit uh, a factory job. And I went back to a restaurant that I had previously worked at before I worked at this factory job. And mm-hmm. I went up to the owner, one of the owners, one's a female, one's a male. Um, I go up to one of the owners and I'm like, hey, do you think I could have my job back? Like I'm leaving the factory. And she was like, of course, you were a wonderful, looks at me and says, you're a wonderful employee. We would love to have you back. And I say, okay, awesome. Thank you so much. And I I'm like, I could start next week. She puts me on. I'm working. I think I worked three weeks before we got shut down for the pandemic. And it really sucked because now we're on one income uh, for Mm -hmm. however long this pandemic is. And um, I have nothing to do. My kids can't go to the babysitter. I am home alone now. So now I'm getting caught up on world news. (laughs) And I come across everything going on with Epstein and I go into full blown panic mode. I download an app. Uh, I'm doing research. Um, Taylor is coming to my feed. <laughs> she's exposing, you know, what mm-hmm. she's 
And that just throws me into it. I'm like, nope, I have to protect my babies. Like, yep. none of this. I'm not having it. No, so I download an app. Yeah, I download an app. And uh, it's basically to find sex offenders in your area. Um, and I look around my house. Sorry if you I look hear the around kids, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry go ahead it's okay <laughs> it's okay um I look around my house I look around the babysitter's house and I also look around uh my husband's parents house and the restaurant is literally a block down from my husband's parents house and um as I'm looking around their house you know there's no sex offenders around mine there's no sex offenders around uh, the babysitters, but there's one around my parents or his parents' house, and I click on it, and it's the male co-owner of this restaurant that I work at. Oh, now, yeah, it's his mugshot, and it's oh a, lord, yeah, and it says um, he has child charges. I was like, oh, this is great. Now he had previously told what me what was the exact charge. Uh, it was child four counts of child seduction. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, and he had previously told me that he had gone to jail, but he lied to me, and so did sure, or so did the female co-owner. <laughs> Oops. So did the female <laughs> co-owner. Skip that out. <laughs> <laughs> the female co-owner was also standing there while he was lying to me. And saying that he went to jail for drugs. Um, Enabler. Yeah. This is obviously not the case. So we're we're covering up right off the bat. Mm -hmm. So we're covering up. We're lying right off the bat. Now, I'm a firm believer that you should be comfortable in your workspace. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't want to work for a sex offender slash pedophile or whatever you want to call them um you shouldn't have to if you don't want to work with someone who's a sex offender you shouldn't have to legally a sex and i did not know this um until my parents actually told me so we had a sex offender Mm -hmm. move into the neighborhood and he actually was not a bad guy what happened Mm -hmm. was he had got he had just turned um 18 and at the time they lived in a different state and um, she was 16 and she got pregnant and mm-hmm. they're, they're still together. Like they, st- they have like three kids, oh. but legally you are obligated to tell people that are around you that you are a sex offender, neighbors, mm-hmm. people that you work with, everyone, you are legally obligated to tell everyone that. Yeah. So, you well, know, see, that's like the gray area, not like the gray area, but it is because 18 and 16, like that's, yeah. I don't want to say so innocent, but that was Cole and I. Yeah. Like Cole, so. and I, Cole and I were together at 16 and 18 and my parents could have easily been mm-hmm. no charges, sexual charges, and Cole could have went to prison or right. could have been arrested see, and everything. Depending on, he was just graduating high school. So depending on yeah. like the age but her parents did not like him, so they Yo. she she wasn't um, able to give consent. I guess you could say. Um, it, I mean, it, that is it, true. She can't. She's sixteen. Well, yeah. it varies in different states. So, like Ohio, oh. yeah, Ohio, you can give consent. But they so that's why they they moved, and he went to prison for like 
I want to say they said like six months, but he's a registered sex offender. He's a great man. He's got three kids, but that, and she does not talk to her family at all because they ruined his life. So, but that's the only reason that I knew that was because of, of that. And I was like, wow, I I had no idea, but yes, they are legally obligated. So if if he, if he hears this, I want you to know you are, I can't talk. You are legally obligated. You stupid motherfucker. (laughs) well here's the thing there is a gray area i guess in in indiana so now Uh, i want to point out that at 16 apparently you can give consent in indiana which i don't agree with that at all Uh i think it should be 18 across the board but whatever um now in indiana you have to inform your employer right Mm mm-hmm but if you are the employer, you don't have to inform anyone. There's no law, which is ridiculous. That's me. fucked up. That is, it's it's dangerous mm-hmm. to me, I think. Because so, I probably don't think that a sex offender is going to eventually be an employer. So that's probably why they don't have, because, you know, most sex offenders are like scumbags anyways. Exactly. They just mm-hmm. have to be registered wherever mm-hmm. they spend um, a certain amount of time if they spend uh-huh. a majority of their time there then they have to register which is why he's registered at the restaurant mm-hmm. so anyways I I find him and then I immediately go into FBI mode mm-hmm. I start looking up his case come to find out he was a teacher at a school a high school a county over he was um a gym teacher and a football coach oh my god assistant football coach now from the documents that i looked up which is um public knowledge so anyone can look up any court case as long as it's not sealed like you can look it up you can just go online to your county files and look it up it's Mm -hmm. all there Mm -hmm. um but also, I didn't have to dig far because there were articles. Um, now, at the time, he was 37 years old. Um, and he had this relationship going on. It started when she was 14. Oh, my God. And nobody found out until she was 16. Oh. Or people had their suspicions, but the school wasn't listening to anybody mm-hmm. until she was finally 16. That's disgusting. Yeah. So how did they find out? Do you know or no? So they had just like, it says in um, a couple of the articles, it's quoted that um, she thought they were hiding it really well, but to everyone else, it just become clear that they didn't care. And like, they would leave school together, like she would get in his car, they would hug, they would joke around. He was showing her favoritism in his class. Ew. Um, yeah. But they had so they had left school one day and they left together. Um, and in the morning they had picked up these McDonald's drinks because or I think they were McDonald's drinks. I don't know what it said. Mm-hmm. It said drinks um from a fast food place uh nearby. Um, because they knew they were going to go home that that lunch hour and basically have sex. Um, oh, and then Lord. they could have the cups to say that they were uh, getting lunch. At McDonald's, yeah. Yeah. So that's what they did. And the story just 
didn't like really click for the principal and he was like okay that's suspicious Mm -hmm. what I think really like put the nail in the coffin for him was when he asked the computer teacher to uh wipe essentially his computer Uh oh yeah he did yeah wipe it clean so he knew what he was doing you know right they all knew they, they knew um and I can't say that to me I feel like it doesn't matter if a 14 year old girl comes on to you a 16 15 17 17 years old almost 18 comes on to you you're a 37 year old man mm-hmm. you should have said no yeah well not only that but like he like in regular life yes but like he's held to a higher power because he is a teacher exactly so it's like he he should have been able to control himself like 10,000 times more than like what a, a regular you know everyday person because he does work with children but you know a lot of girls that it happens to and I've done a lot of research on why sexual assault happens or why young women are coerced um Mm -hmm. and it's usually because they have a shitty home life Mm -hmm. yeah and they're vulnerable and they they prey on girls like that yeah well it had started because she didn't have a father so he was supposed to be this father figure in her life and that's what the article says multiple times is that the mom said that he was supposed to be a father figure to her Mm -hmm. and he definitely you know, ease his way in as that. Mm -hmm. Or at least that's what the articles make it seem like. Mm -hmm. So, and, you know, um, I don't know. I'll get into that Mm -hmm. here in a second. But so basically I find all this out. I'm reading the articles and I go to uh, my sister-in-law who we weren't getting along um, with my other sister-in-law at the time, or at least I wasn't. (laughs) We had our own problems. Um, so I go to my other sister-in-law and I tell her like, Hey, I just found this information. I send it to her and she's like, Oh my God, we're never eating there again. But not only do I work there, but so does my other Mm sister-in-law. So she's like, okay, well here, since you're not getting along with her so well, I'll just tell her for you. And I was like, okay. So she ends up telling her they knew it was me that found it because, Like, my other sister-in-law just, she wouldn't do that much digging for Mm -hmm. something. Right. You know what I mean? So they knew right off the bat. And they did ask me, and I played dumb, but I could tell. I was like, ah, they know. So the next thing I know, pandemic is over, or at least the shutdown is over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we are opening back up. Restaurants are opening back up. And I'm excited because, you know, we've been living off of one um one income and my husband isn't military so or he's medically retired but he's you know he's technically not military anymore and um so it was it was rough so I'm excited I'm going um ready to go basically and weeks a week goes by and she offered she messages me and says hey We've opened back up. I can offer you cook and delivery hours. And I had a flat tire that I had gotten during the shutdown. Uh, 
and I couldn't use my car until I got money for a new tire. That's how tight our budget was, which mm-hmm. we've never, we've never been there since before I had my daughter. So I tell her I can cook, I can serve and I can bartend, but I cannot deliver um, because I have a flat tire. And she says, okay. And then I don't hear from her. Weeks go by. I think it's like three weeks later and I messaged her. I'm like, hey, am I fired? Because like, you know, I haven't gotten any hours. Um, And she says, no, I just don't have any hours to offer you right now. And I said, oh, no, it's okay. I understand with the pandemic, everything's crazy. But really, like, now I know, like, I have to look for a new job. I have to have some sort of income. Right. Um, And I was getting the unemployment, but it hadn't gone through because for some reason, that whole process took months to see any sort of Mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. everyone was having problems yeah yeah everyone was it was insane so (laughs) basically I'm sitting at home I'm not I don't have an income uh my boss is for lack of a better phrase fucking around with my hours with my family and with my money so I finally go to my sister-in-law and I'm like, hey, um, am I still on the schedule? Like, what's going on? And she said, actually, you just got dropped from this week's schedule, but I have all the other schedules. And I'm like, okay, well, can you send them to me? And she was nice enough to send them to me. I get five weeks worth of scheduling. Um, And on the fifth week, you can see that she dropped me. Well, the same day that she dropped me, I go to their... um, the restaurant business page and she puts out that she's looking for a bartender a cook and a delivery driver all for which I am more than qualified for I've been trained for um so she did have hours and now she's hiring uh she just doesn't want me to work there and I had not yet connected the dots but she had found out that I knew that this other co-owner which the gossip the tea is that they were in some sort of relationship or whatever i i cannot confirm or deny um that is just what was being thrown around for legal purposes right um she's throwing that ass in a circle (laughs) 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 from what i heard and um she had caught wind that i found out And she not only blocked me from Facebook the day after I connected the dots, um, but she took me off the schedule and essentially fired me right after a pandemic, right after not having, you know, months worth of paycheck that I could have had um, to be petty. And obviously I was going to quit anyways, but I would have liked to work in the meantime and then had given a two weeks notice and been professional about it. Um, and just, you know, gone silently and respectfully with respect towards each other, but that couldn't have happened. Um, and I a hundred percent think that I had no part in the disrespect that was shown there. Mm -hmm. Um, so anyways, um, I months go by and 
I decide to put that on TikTok after I had blown up and shared my divorce story. Um, Not blown up, but I had gotten a little following. Um, I decided to share my divorce story and then I'm sharing a bunch of stories and I decide, oh, I can share this story about how I got fired without getting fired. And it was really... I thought it was a funny story. It was going to be like, oh, the tea. Oh, this is actually kind of funny. Not really, but kind of um, type thing. And uh, I didn't think that the owner would see it for some reason. I just, oh. I knew <laughs> oh, <laughs> the oh, bitch yeah. saw it. <laughs> I, I knew that she did. did. Yeah. I'm glad she did now, too. Um, kind of. <laughs> so she ends up seeing it um, because two employees had seen it and shown it to her. Oh. And um, I guess she watches the whole thing and she is not happy. Oh, um, no. Darn. No. <laughs> so I end up deleting it because I got really scared about the legalities of what I had said because I had stated a lot of gossip as fact and instead I I, I knew I needed to clarify all of that you know mm-hmm. what I mean so I had deleted it and then I had reposted with facts and only facts what I could back up with either text messages articles or um like printouts of the schedule and stuff like that Mm -hmm. you know that's really mature of you like obviously like we all are here for like gossip and like what's the latest news but like at the end of the day like you can't just be like well she's a bitch and like just leave it at that and it's like no like there is evidence of this this and this you can form your own opinion but this this... is where is it where it is exactly so I, I I did it mainly to cover my own butt. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I could. I mean, that's this. a good start, too. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so I did it. And then um, I, I don't include anything. I don't include the restaurant's name. I don't include her mm-hmm. name. I don't include his name, which legally I can share his name because yeah. it's public information. When I was sharing his documents, um, his court documents, and all that, I could have shared his name. I could have shared where he worked. I could share where he currently works. I and will. Is- I don't care. <laughs> and the and the business he owned, you know. But I decided not to. Um, it was more of just like I was petty, but I wanted to tell the story and I wanted to tell it factually mm-hmm. because she challenged me to do so. Right. And my entire life, I have always been like oh you dare me to do it yeah, I'm gonna do it <laughs> I'll show up for you like what's up yes <laughs> so I really try like not to be like a petty person like I really try to like have a level head Jesus Christ you guys hear that mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> hashtag army life <laughs> <laughs> live right by the range so um but um I really try to like keep like a level head about things but I will not gloves are off with 
sex offenders. Absolutely. You know, there's not. a time and place to not be petty and to be petty. This is this is the time. This, this is, is the time. time to be petty, to bring out the big guns. Like right. you were fucked over. Yeah. And not only were you fucked over, but you were fucked over by a pedophile. Yeah. Like, yeah. No. No. Yes. And yeah. what I call her is a pedophile sympathizer. Yeah, like, yeah. enabler. Because that's what you—that's what you are. But see, the text messages she had sent me. Oh Lord, help me. She was like, <laughs> oh, she was like, um, I can't remember what she said, but she quoted something that I said in my TikTok and was like, "Next time you want to spill the tea, make sure that it's facts." And I was it, like, oh, girl, articles. you want me to share the facts? Like, oh, let me I'm share for it. I can do that for you. <laughs> I love oh, this. Yes. I am in love with this. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, so number one, you weren't fired. I was like, oh, I was just, you know, never given any hours and taken off the schedule. Like, I, what do you mean I wasn't fired? You were let go. Uh, yeah. The same thing. So what, what did she the say? same shit. She she just kept sticking to her, her little story. She just said that she was never, like, she never fired me. And then she changed it up at the end, and she was like, well, I just didn't have hours for you. Mm-hmm. And Oh, but she needed help. Oh, yeah. But remember that. Remember, remember that little sliver of information when I get down the storyline here. To the nitty-gritty? To the nitty-gritty. Um, so we're texting back and forth and I was like, okay, so I post, I post the story on TikTok and it does get like a little bit of a following. No one ever finds out the name. No one on my TikTok finds out. Meanwhile, in the comment section, she has these girls that she had hired when they were like 16 and 17, right? Um, to work alongside this pedophile and and let me just say that it's not just the fact that he's a sex offender it's the fact that they hire sex offenders Mm -hmm. too can you say Ghislaine Maxwell (laughs) (laughs) can you say that (laughs) but it's it's not the fact that he's a sex offender but the fact that he he also hires sex offenders to work alongside minors and teenagers yeah, I'm talking like 14-year-olds would work there, 15, oh, 16. Lord. Like they were young. So and I know that for a fact cuz when I was working there, there was a 15-year-old working there too who oh my God. she was young. So um I think that, you know that that alone is bad enough. Honestly, but now getting the truth out there also does a service to those kids parents. Mhm. Yeah, because I doubt they know. No. Um but see so they had these girls coming on my page or at least these girls were coming on my page. I can't say for a fact that she'd sent them to defend this guy. Mhm. Um, but they had come on the page and started correcting things, um, not really correcting them, but like kind of digging a deeper hole because in one of the comments I had said in the TikTok that, um, if you wanted hours during the pandemic, they told us that there weren't any available, but you had to ask for hours to get hours after being told they weren't available. Do you see the confusion there? 
Right. Yeah. It it doesn't make any sense. So she, so this girl goes on there and she, on my comments and she says, well, no, we only worked for tips. We didn't get an hourly wage. Well, that's illegal. You can't. Yeah. That's illegal. So I took screenshots of everything they said, and I still have those screenshots still today. Uh Like, this is what your employee said, and this is the illegal activity that they're admitting to doing, trying to correct me. Yeah, I was going to ask, I think you have to have at least legal paperwork to work at a restaurant or whatever, but if he is a registered sex offender... And he hires 15, 16, 17-year-olds, any minors. He has to report that. Yeah, and you think think he could go back to jail for that. You'd think. But if they're doing it on... Sorry. No, you're okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, but if he's doing it under the table, like you said, like, oh, we only get tips, which means they don't get a pay stub. That means they're technically not an employee there they're getting paid under the table Mm -hmm. so there's no record of them Mm -hmm. well see i know that they have during the pandemic they got paid under the table they only worked for tips during during our shutdown so any other time they were getting a paycheck but here's the loophole that they found because they're co-owners um the woman does all the hiring oh my god she does all the hiring he has nothing to do with it so or at least that's how it looks so when she goes to hire a minor um he they don't have to report anything they don't have to say anything to them because he's not the one hiring them right that is sickening that's Ghislaine Maxwell dude I'm telling you yeah seriously oh my god so I have these girls going on my page and now to me this looks like grooming. You have yeah. these minor yep. girls coming onto my page and you're saying that it wasn't as bad. You're telling these girls that what he did wasn't that bad. Like, mm. and they're defending him. That's disgusting. That's nasty. It's nasty Mm-mm. to me. And she even has, she, she has a family. So how can you look at these underage girls and be like, oh, you know what? What he did really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Like, that's just dismissing anything that could have ever happened to them or anyone else. You know right. what I mean? Not even, yeah, exactly. Like, not even just those girls. Like, every, like all of them. Yeah. Like, every, every girl in history, every guy in history that's ever been sexually assaulted. Yeah. You know, it's groomed. a smack. That's yeah, a smack in the face. Yeah. It's just and to defending me, him. Exactly. To me, when you read his his documents you can see that he clearly groomed this other girl oh like he clearly groomed her so to me when you have now freshly 18 year old girls uh coming on my page defending a guy saying what he did wasn't that bad um now they're groomed or they look groomed to me Mm -hmm. so (laughs) well anyways let me move on here (laughs) so (laughs) I have these girls coming on my page. They're defending him, whatever. I just take screenshots of what they said and I delete it. Well, I leave it up because mama ain't raised no bitch, right? <laughs> so I leave it up. I, I go on with my life. And then 
there's a ding in my unemployment and it says that I owe around eleven thousand, twelve thousand dollars. No. Which yeah. Which would be because the shutdown, you get your regular unemployment and then you get the pandemic money. So it was right. That's how much I would have owed if I did not qualify. The same day that I had put up my TikTok, the same day that she had texted me, um, or the same day she found out about the TikTok and texted me, is the same day she decided to fight my unemployment. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, literally. That's a oh. bitch. A bitch if I... It's all... Nah, that's petty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, that's petty. All yep. to protect a pedophile. Like, all oh. to protect him. Yeah. So, now I owe 11000 to $12,000, which she said I quit, which I didn't quit. And I, luckily, I saved all our text messages because... The one thing that stuck in my brain from my mom during my divorce is don't ever, if you ever get in a fight or an argument with someone over text, you keep that shit. You save the receipt. Yes, always. So I had all of my receipts. I basically had all of my text messages and I sent them in an email to the investigator for unemployment and i had won that battle now i'm just dealing with the the rest of the shit that comes along with um having to fight it Mm -hmm. um but (laughs) like she knows that you have kids too like that's the fucked up that's that's the worst part is that she knows i have kids and she she just did not care she did not care. It's it's more important to protect a sex offender and his reputation than be a decent human being to an employee you screwed over. Mm-hmm. So, and then screw you over even more. Yeah, exactly. So I start working a new job. Uh, I'm obviously not pulling unemployment anymore because I'm working. So, um, But let me just say, the unemployment thing didn't get resolved until about three weeks ago right now so from present time three weeks ago and this happened last year Uh, august oh my goodness exactly so i was dealing with that for a year but back to the story back to the timeline (laughs) um she I'm, i'm working this new job whatever um I go, this job isn't working out. I'm closing six nights a week. I have two toddlers and a husband at home who miss me and don't see me, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and my kids, because I was so tired from closing six nights a week at a bar, uh, my kids went to daycare three times a week. So I really, like, excuse me, I really wasn't seeing my family at all. Um, So I figure out, like, I need... I need a different job. Well, this new bar had opened up in town and it, they completely redid this old bar um, and gave it a brand new makeover. And it was basically the place to be. Everyone wanted to be there. Everyone wanted to work there. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had applied and well, before I had applied, I had people coming in telling me like, Hey, we'll put in a good word for you. Like you need to get over there. You need to get over there. I go over there and they had previous that he had talked to me and he's like heck yeah if we have any openings like no problem like we'll probably get you in like I'll let you know 
Well, I come to like right after that, they had hired a girl, and I was like, "Well, I thought they didn't have any openings. Like this is weird." Right. So I go back and I talk to him. I'm like, "Hey, do you have any openings?" They're saying no. It's like consistently, like they just don't even give me the time of day. Like they don't call me back anything. So I move on, and um, I have this weird feeling that the owner of this bar just did not like me and I could mm-hmm. I I'm new to town I'm new to this area I've never lived in this state so for someone to not like me that I've never even met like that's weird to me um but I find out from another business owner that she had actually warned this other business owner about me and I found that <laughs> out through a friend who worked oh, for this course. other business owner and had told me like hey this this lady told my boss that you were trouble and I was like okay that's weird but I took it you know you can't really take gossip as a hundred percent fact right yes so I just looked past it and I was like whatever like I can apply elsewhere So I go to this other restaurant slash bar that's super popular on Thursday nights and Fridays because they have concerts and they have live live bands and they have like, it's, it's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. So I go in there and the owner of this brand new bar is sitting there eating lunch with her daughter and a bunch of people. And I was like, all right, well, that's not great. Um, but I still asked for an application and the girl's like, actually the guy who does the hirings here, do you want me to get him? And I was like, actually, yeah, that'd be great. So she goes in the back and she gets him. This guy ends up knowing my husband, Johnny. And he's like, yeah, I grew up with little John. That's what everyone calls him here. I grew up with little John. Um, actually I can get you in next week. Like it'd be no problem. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, I can put you on the schedule next week. And I was like, awesome. So we're talking and he, I'm telling him about my history of bartending and all this other stuff. And he seems like really excited to get me on. He tells me to tell my husband, who he calls Little John, um, to say, he tells me to tell him hi. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem. Um, and the weekend goes and I don't hear anything from this guy. I leave him my information, obviously. And um, I call back and, or I call him and I don't get a call back. And I was like, that's weird. And in the back of my head, I think, you know, I can't confirm, but I'm like, did this owner of this bar have anything to do with that? Like, that's so weird. And, um, next thing I know, I'm getting hired at a local bar in town, uh, and I'm working there and someone comes into that bar because they know that I need a second job. Um, and he goes, well, go to this place and put in an application. I'll, you know, I know the owner, so I'll put in a good word for you. And I go in, I go, but hold on, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, this guy <laughs> that is basically a manager at this bar is in my bar at the time that guy says it. So I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. 
what are the odds that I would go in for an application at this restaurant and the owner be there? And then this guy's in my bar the same time I'm being told to go to this other bar and put in an application. But I end up going the next day and I'm talking to the girl and she's like, actually, yeah, we're down two bartenders. I can put you on next week again. And she goes, actually, yeah, just give me your name and your information and I'll call you. I write down my name. I don't even get to my phone number. I put Kristen Little and she's like, oh, what's your name? And I say Kristen Little. And she goes, oh, actually, I have to check with the owners before doing Uh, any hiring. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And she goes, so just write down your number and we'll see what we can do. And I was like, great. Come to find out from a little birdie. My suspicions are true. She's friends with the owner of the restaurant, who the co-owner of the restaurant that I was fired from. Jelaine Maxwell. (laughs) She's friends with her. Jeez. So she's just spreading your name through the mud. That's what she's doing. She's telling everybody, don't hire this chick. Yeah, I don't know. Jeez. I can't. I, I still to this day, I don't know what they're saying. I don't, they could literally be like, Yeah, she robbed us blind or something. Right. Yeah, that's I mean. probably, well, since they're lying to like all their employees, like you just don't even know what she's saying. Mm-hmm. They're, they're probably saying mm-hmm. you're like a sex offender or something. Yeah. So now, um, now I'm just being, I, f- I feel like it's bullying. Like, yeah, bullying me because <laughs> that's more wanna... than bullying. That's slander. That's like defamation. That's all of the above. That's, that's <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally destroying like your family's income and everything. You think that, you know, seeing how you, you do have evidence of, you know, her trying to fight your unemployment and mm-hmm. then honestly if you ever tried to sue her there's literally she'd she'd be fucked well see i had already looked into that and mm-hmm. i would need concrete proof so i would yeah. need an right. owner of a business who they had gone to mm-hmm. to straight up be like yeah i this is what they said and i can testify in court and you yeah, know it's just hearsay at this point. Right? Yeah. But you know, this is exactly what happened. Like I keep saying Gila and Maxwell, but like she was friends with everyone. Yeah. And that's what happens. That's they they groom not only children, but literally everyone into thinking that they're good people and they're just not. Exactly. And this bar owner, like, she's she's kind of a big name in the town because she owns multiple businesses. She has mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of money. And for me, in my opinion. Like, if you own multiple businesses, you have money, you have everything, how do you have time to go around and just trash a girl you don't even know? Because you were a threat. That's what it was. You were a threat to them. Yeah. You were like, she could literally ruin everything. We got to take her out. And, like, we got to shut her up. That's exactly what they do. Because Mm -hmm. they, if they can't um trick you they will try to scare you exactly run you out i think the only thing that i have that if i were to do a lawsuit is that in the state of indiana it is illegal for your past employer to share why you were fired or 
anything about your history other than were they a good employee, were they a bad employee, were they reliable, were they unreliable type questions, like yes or no questions. Um, And so if she's going around sharing this information, uh, it's illegal on on the co-owner's part. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have proof. Yeah, unless I have concrete proof, there's nothing I can do. And technically, she's not even the one doing it. It's Mm -hmm. this bar owner Mm -hmm. that's doing it. And, you know, it just, it kills me because, you know, you always think like this, the person who commits the assault or grooming or whatever, that that is the terrible person. Yes, they are a terrible person. Mm -hmm. But in a lot of ways, I feel like the sympathizer, the enablers, they're worse. They are. they, They encourage it and they build up a monster. Yeah. Well, and then they think that it's okay to do it again. Yeah. Because someone's on their side. Okay, so, like, here's a perfect example. So, like, you have a little kid, all right? And they got candy Mm -hmm. in front of their face. You've seen, like, the Kylie Jenner videos where they put their kids in there, like, all right, be patient. I'm going to walk away for a second, okay? And Mm -hmm. you think about that. And these kids are expected to sit there, be patient, don't touch the candy. That's what's happening to this guy when you're putting 14 and 15 year old fucking girls in a restaurant in front of his face. It's candy to him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not these aren't little kids to him. These this is fucking candy to him. Yeah. And it's disgusting. And it's it it's beyond they need to be taken down because it's only a matter of time before he assaults another girl. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it. That's. I, I wish somehow, because if you posted, like, articles and stuff on there, mm-hmm. and you started talking about everything, you can't get in trouble because everything is a matter of public record. You're just putting yes. it out there, just like news anchors. So all of those articles are from the news. They can't get in trouble if they post public records. So if you start going on there, tell all the truth. Yeah. I will back you up if you do decide to go public giving names now. I don't know if you necessarily want to give out the co-host name because, or the co-host, the co-owner's name. But mm-hmm. if you if you gave his name out, there's nothing that they can do. Yeah, not a damn. It really thing. isn't. It just, really isn't. It's just a shame how many people get away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really sucks. And he didn't like. I don't think he spent that much time in jail at all. Um. I think he served I can't even say how much he served because I don't Mm -hmm. I I don't remember Mm -hmm. but it's just it's insane to me that you're willing to to take job opportunities from a mother of two right Mm -hmm. with a family um this bar owner is friends with my husband's parents right um like they've been good friends like they grew up together so it's just insane that in a small town, you can be looked at a, a small, what, where do I live? The, the Midwest. In the Midwest, in a small town, you can be blamed because you speak for what's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you call out people for being wrong. Yeah. And disgusting. And yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the, that kind of reminds me of like, you know, there's families that protect the the pedophile uncle. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, no, we don't talk about that. Like my uh, family. The Duggars. 
Yeah. The Duggars' mm-hmm. girl's fucking son yeah. touched yep. his sisters and they were like, well, he was just troubled. He just needed God. Like, no, he yeah. needs prison. No. <laughs> yeah, now he's in jail. Right. Yeah, he's going down now, but like too little too late. They already they already came on their show and they were talking about it and the girls, the older girls that he did the touching or whatever, they were like, "Yeah, yeah." And it was like all just covered up and up until now and then it was like, "Okay, now we should actually do something." Yeah, it's exactly. disgusting. Like, I have a cousin who I tried to expose on the internet because he beat the shit him and his uh wife beat the shit out of their kids and mm-hmm. two of the kids were with his ex-wife. So their biological kids, they had five total. So two of them were with her ex. His ex and him had two kids, and they had one biological child together. But only my cousin's kids were the ones that were beat to death. And they had to go to the hospital. The little girl had, like, almost the the hospital said it was the worst case of child abuse that they have ever seen. Like, it was so bad. So she's in prison for six years. He's in prison for two years. So I exposed him on the internet. You're not my family anymore. You're a mom. And literally, my my aunts were coming for me. They're like, "He's blood." I'm like, "Bitch, no, he's not." And so I exposed my aunts on the yeah. internet too. I was like, "No, we don't do that." Yeah, you don't defend him. No. Like that. Well, I. What's funny from your story is like, yeah, he did the grooming on the minors, but do you mm-hmm. realize the grooming he did on everyone else? Like, yeah, he, around him, yeah. Yeah, like he in this story, all he did was what he did to the minors, and that's it. Everyone else defended him. Yeah. And they were like, well, he's not that bad of a guy. Like, yeah, or, yeah I'm fucking him on the side. Like, he's not that bad. And it's well, like, see- do you realize that you are defending him? Right. See, in her text messages to me, she was like, we still have past uh, employees or past um, people they worked with uh, that restaurant because they knew the truth is what she said. Yeah. Okay. Quote unquote truth. Yeah. What is their truth? truth? There's no truth to be told other than facts. He was a 37 year old man messing around with a 14 year old little girl. That's the fact. Yeah. And it's like, how did they, how did they end up getting caught? Uh, they got caught by basically just being, being stupid. The, yeah. What they were going home or something that day and um, they got caught coming, leaving and then they followed them and saw that they went to the house, but they said that they were changing laundry over or something and showed the McDonald's cups as proof. And it was oh my gosh. insane. But basically, it was faculty members just caught on and were, like, Mm -hmm. reporting him every day. Like, hey, he left with her again. Hey, he brought her to school. It's because it's inappropriate. I never – so, like, even when I went to school, my my school never had, like, any kind of situation like that because the rule was, like, you call the parents. Like, um, kids were not allowed to leave with faculty, like, at all. See, that's how it was for me. Unless you are the kids. So, like, we had a couple kids who I went to school with who their parents were the teacher. But that was it. Yeah. So, it's just, it's insane to me that they got away with it for so long. It's just very, uh, like, careless also on the faculty's part and the school. Yeah. Almost Mm -hmm. turning a blind eye and, like, letting that happen. Well, the fact that the teachers were like, hey, they left again. Hey, they left again. And After the first, hey, they left, that should have been, like, red flag. No matter what. 
Yes. A hundred percent. A thousand percent. Yeah. Like he, like you said, like the very first time, like why didn't the school do anything about it? And then this poor girl probably thought, what, what is that called? Whenever you're like, you fall in love with your Stockholm syndrome, Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Yes. Where you fall in love with your abuser. Mm-hmm. Well, how was she supposed to know any better? She's 14. She's insecure. She just Vulnerable. wants attention. Yeah. And yeah. this guy is giving it to her. Why exactly. not? And this is why it's so por- important when you have to talk to your kids. And not only that, but be a good fucking parent to your kids. Be Otherwise, attentive. Yes. Yeah. Listen and to did I needs. mention? did I mention that he had a family while he was doing this? Like oh, he was married. God. Oh, God. Yeah. I wonder if he's, like, allowed to see, like, his kids or anything. Or if they even want anything to do with him. No, I know for a while he was not, like, they... I also read... (laughs) I also stumbled upon uh, a um, restraining order from him and his previous wife. Good, as she should. Yeah, so I don't know how long that was in in effect for. But there was one at one point... Could you imagine, like, the embarrassment, not only from the wife, but from, like, the kids? My, my One of my friends, I mean, I'm not going to say her name, but her dad went to prison for rape for, like, oh 10 years. God. And it was our freshman year of high school. All throughout high school, she had to go through that. And everyone, because oh. I'm from a very small town, so everybody mm-hmm. knew the truth. It was all over the news. I mean, and she's literally one of the best people in the entire fucking world. Like, literally so sweet. And that happened to her. So I saw the humiliation that it uh, bestows on a child. And it's it's yeah. terrible. It's awful. Yeah. It's bad. But, like, another thing that I wanted to talk about is that these laws, there are so many loopholes mm-hmm. for these laws. It's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Why are there but, any loopholes at all? Exactly. I Like, they should 100% be protecting these employees. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're being hired by a sex offender, they should be required to tell you that. Mm-hmm. And if they lie about their charges, that should be a reportable offense. Mm-hmm. Like, they're. I always insane. thought it was that way. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's just like the naive person in me. Like, I thought mm-hmm. if you were a sex offender, you have to be like, okay, I just wanted you to know that there is an employee that is a sex offender in this building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And state what it was for or give the file or give now, a copy of something. Right. In most states, it's uh, you have to tell your employer and it, it's up to your employer on if you have to tell all the rest of the employees. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that's it's 100%. But then, you, but then it doesn't make any sense because you have to tell your neighbors and you have to live like so far within a school. You, exactly. I think it's like you can't like because we lived somewhat across from the school. So he was in our neighborhood, but he was far enough away. So you can't be you can't be too close. So but you have to tell everyone that's around you and you have mm-hmm. to be it be online. But mm-hmm. then you can't tell the people that work for you. That makes no sense. Yeah. I don't know. I just know. Well, that. doesn't he have a parole officer? When wouldn't See, they be taking tabs on that? Here's he might thing. not because of how much time has passed. The well, no, because he's it happened when he was thirty seven, and I believe he's forty two now. Okay, yeah. So, so he probably. Oh, that's recent. Jeez. Yeah, but I'm not sure how long you have a parole officer for. Because when I had a probation officer, I only had a probation officer. I was supposed to have it 
for only three months, but they cut it short just because, I mean, obviously I wasn't a terrible kid. I just had anger issues and (laughs) I only had to be on it for three months, but not even three months, but for parole, I believe it's like, you only have to do like parole for like two or three years. Well, all the, all the town cops. um, So we have the county jail is actually in our town. Mm -hmm. And then we have, it's our own sheriff you know, our, our, our town cops. So we have two separate uh, stations and both go there to eat almost every day. So oh there's no God. way they don't know. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I really want to know the name of this restaurant. Are they on Facebook? Like, do they have a Facebook page? They're on Facebook. Oh, oh. <laughs> look, don't even get me started because people who have found out in the town have told, like, have told my, okay, so they told my sister-in-law that they had left a review and it was up for five seconds before it got deleted. Deleted, yeah. <gasps> oh, my God. And that's you know. on Google and Facebook. Oh you could, like, God. so you could like just share their Facebook page and just say, Hey, this is what's happening. I mean, I, if you tell me the restaurant, mm-hmm. I totally will. I don't yeah. care. What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. For legal purposes, I cannot say that I will or will not, but you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I do. so after this recording, what you're going to do is uh, <laughs> give us that information. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I'm not kidding because I am like literally like, it to me, it's fighting for humanity. Like, I mean, is... if she is doing something legal, though, obviously she has to do what she can first legally, mm-hmm. yeah, before she completely like exposes names mm-hmm. and restaurant names and all that stuff. So I totally get that. But right. when that moment comes, shine, yeah. shine like a motherfucker. Oh, hell yeah. oh, you know I will. I will shine bright like a diamond. Yes. <laughs> I I mean, so do you want to take steps into like actually get it? I mean, literally you could take this and I know this may sound far fetched, but like I always tell people like your dreams are not too far. Like you can literally manifest and do anything you fucking want to in your life. And if you can literally take this up to like the governor, like you could take this far. I know a lot of people like, oh, you know, like this Mm -hmm. probably not me. They probably won't listen. But there's a girl here who had re- who had bad housing all right and she mm-hmm. had black mold she has gotten so much money and so many other people not only here but other bases because it started she planted a small seed and it turned it went all the way up to Donald Trump it's so insane. like you're never too small to start something big and save possible future victims the only thing i that has kept me back other than needing to know exactly how to cover my ass Mm -hmm. is the fact that if I make a tiny slip up this bar owner she it is very obvious that she has nothing but time on her hands Mm -hmm. when it comes to me Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn oh I'm so important but it she's made it very obvious by you know taking away opportunities right that you know what I mean like she's made it very obvious Mm -hmm. so and she has a lot of money Mm -hmm. like she has a Mm -hmm. lot of money 
So that's the only thing that scares me is she's got time and money. That's and baby, I got time. Even but if I you ain't don't got the money. money. <laughs> right. Even even if you don't fight them specifically, you could literally just say what happened to you mm-hmm. and just say employers should have to tell their employees. Mm-hmm. Like you can yeah. fight it. And I'm I highly doubt anybody would be against that. Honestly, no, if it was right. just you, if you said I was not made aware of the sex offender charge mm-hmm. and I was lied to about the charge, if mm-hmm. you were to do that, obviously it would go farther. But when you have other people in your corner saying i wasn't told this this is what i was told yeah the more people you have to back you up the stronger you will be mm-hmm. well i know for a fact that there are two other employees who were fired who i also worked with at the bar that i was closing six nights a week at mm-hmm. um and they said no he told us that he went to jail for drugs and i was like uh mm. lion no. sack of shit like you need to look it up for yourself you need to figure it out i'm not going to tell you anything and they did and then they came back to me and they were like what a lying asshole like no. i was like yep that's insane that it's like if he's not even obligated to tell you guys why is he even telling you that he got in trouble for drug charges because he it was like this boasting thing when he told me he had gone to jail he's like I he's like I already went to jail once it wasn't that bad or something like that like he was boasting and I was like you've gone to jail and he was like yup he was like went to jail for drugs so he's bragging about it yeah he was bragging about his jail time oh my god sick bastard yeah his poor kids like and ex-wife like just imagine he they were probably blindsided yeah they probably were I know it caused their divorce. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if Chance ever did something like that, which Chance would never do anything like that. But if he ever did something like that, oh, I would never. I would rage. I would never see him again. I would never let him come around the kids. I would get a protection order just like Mm -hmm. she. I would do exactly what she did and say, no, you're a dangerous person. Stay the hell away from us. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Even if he tried, I literally could, like, ruin him. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and the worst part is, like, how I know this other co-owner is a sympathizer is because she was trying to, like, ga- almost almost gaslight me, like, but also make me feel guilty, you know what I yep. mean? She was yep. like, shouldn't he be able to live a normal life? And I was no. like, no. No. <laughs> you should die No, ma'am. <laughs> no, see, that's the problem because she's making him the victim. Exactly. And not exactly. the defenseless 14-year-old. Exactly. That, that, uh, that was my thoughts. I was like, no, I don't feel bad. And no, he shouldn't be able to live a normal life. No. No. Like, no, not with the thought not. process he has. No. But, you know, like I said, like, enablers, the family that always protects the, the uncle that's the pedophile, and then mm-hmm. the victim, or, like, let's say the cousin or something, has to stay quiet because their uncle couldn't keep his hands to himself. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. wearing something productive. You need to change. Productive? Yeah. 
Pro- oh, Dude. Gosh. I, so, <laughs> no, provocative. that ain't the word, Taylor. <laughs> so, I'm sure you guys have seen my Snapchats of, like, all my kids, like, love to be naked. Well, Chasen and Mayla and Abby, now, like, now that they're getting older, they wear clothes. But, like, as toddlers, especially, like, through the potty training uh, mm-hmm. stage, they either a diaper or just booty butt naked. And yep. that's – I'm fine with it. I mean, Chance and I aren't pedophiles. We love our kids. We don't sexualize them. But when we're around other people, obviously, I put clothes on my kids. But mm-hmm. – I hate it whenever, like, I'll post something on Facebook and the baby will be, like, in just a diaper. And people will be like, put some clothes on her. I'm like, stop sexualizing my toddler. Yeah, exactly. She does my – I literally scream this from the mountaintops. My girls can wear whatever the fuck they want. Your boys need to be able to control themselves. Yeah, and I think it's even mm-hmm. worse because I know you keep your Facebook pretty private. Mm-hmm. So that means it's coming from people who Family. Yep. you know. Yeah. Yep. I don't let, like, fans from my TikTok onto my Facebook. Like, my Facebook is only for people that I know. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I still post kind of somewhat the same things on my Instagram, on my Snapchat, on my TikTok. But, like, for the most part, my Facebook is just for my friends and family and people who I know. So, you're right. And then, like, like, I've even had family members say, you need to put clothes on her. Or you need to put do this. You need to, even when Jason was little, you need to put clothes on him. I'm just like... I understand that it makes you uncomfortable, but that's a mm-hmm. you problem. Like, yep. this is my mm-hmm. house. This is the comfort of my children's home where they feel safe. And not only that, but we don't have AC. I'm not going mm-hmm. to make my kids wear clothes if they don't want to. Yep. I'm not going to force it. Yeah. Honestly, it's an older, like, not trying to be like that person, but it is an older generation. Oh, yeah. Of- looking at things because like my grandparents oh my god you have to be closed the whole entire time my Mm -hmm. mom I've heard her say oh you got to keep your shorts on if like she takes them off Mm -hmm. and I'm just like I don't care and she's like don't you care if like she's in the front lawn and somebody sees her I'm like if somebody's looking at her the wrong way they better start running because I'm a beat that ass exactly (laughs) oh yeah but no I don't (laughs) care Somebody called the cops on me when we were at uh, Fort Campbell because, oh my God. yeah, because um, Abby was out. She had a swimmer on, but I only had a swimmer on because I just didn't wear a shit in the pool. But it was like one of those little kitty pools, and somebody said that my kids are running around butt naked. And Jason and Mela had clothes; they had swimmer swimsuits on. Even if mm-hmm. they were running around butt naked, who cares? Exactly. Why and would I'm you call like, the cops for that? Yeah, they're like, "Well, you need to put clothes on her." I'm just like, "Okay," and I I didn't. Mm. No, because why Why can boys... Okay, that's a different yeah. subject. But why can boys go shirtless and women can't? Well, they thought that she was, like, sitting there butt naked in the pool. And, like, I know exactly who the neighbor was because she was a bitch. Me and her actually got into it. and But not for that reason. But cause she, right. wrote, she wrote some pretty nasty stuff about Jason on social media. And I... I'll have, to oh send my you. God. I'll have to send you guys the video. Chance took a video of me going off on her. It was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was bad, but she moved like shortly after that because her husband cheated on her, which I don't blame him. But oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I'm sorry, but she was a see you next Tuesday, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't blame him. <laughs> I would have cheated on her too. Like, I know that sounds terrible to say, but oh my Lord. But yeah, so. but you know, um, I think we should probably close this. What's my phone on? My phone's yeah. on four percent. Oh, Whoops. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Whoops. Kristen, that was a hell of a story. 
yeah thank you for sitting through it yeah i'm used to being able to edit where i like stumble on my words right right (laughs) yeah i mean honestly yeah you didn't i know you almost broke that one time but you didn't even say the full name so i probably Mm -hmm. don't even need to edit that out yeah (laughs) but you know it's been really good that you can come on here and i i really hope that if you don't advocate for that that you'll maybe Mm -hmm. even like write a letter to like the governor or like the senator or like somebody and just just say like this is what happened to me and then maybe you can actually if something like that happens you can get like state representatives to like come in and step in and say hey like yeah this is and it's basically like a a lawyer people who will take on your story in your case yeah I'll definitely have to look into it Mm -hmm. more if it's as easy as writing a letter, I can do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. My grandma was, like, a diehard Bush fan, and she, like, wrote him letters, like, over the smallest things that would piss her off. She was 90-something. <laughs> oh, my and God. <laughs> eventually, he wrote her back. And Laura, Laura oh Bush, his God. wife, and they both signed it. And she had it, like, framed and everything. Like, it was oh a my big God. deal. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she was, like, diehard Republican, like, and just the smallest things, especially, like, throughout 9-11. Like, she would just write him all the time, like, you need to do this and this. Damn. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I always say this because, like, I, my grandma Clara, she, like, fought for women's rights to vote. Mm-hmm. And she was one of like the 22 women that like went forward. So I'm like, this is where I get my fighter. Yeah. This is where I get my, I want justice mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I demand it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been really good having you on and hopefully we can have you on again so you can like do a little update. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for so, coming on. Uh, Krista, do you want to give your social media? Yeah, so you can follow me on TikTok at KristenLittle25. Um, and in that bio, you'll find my link tree with all my other social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor, do you want to give yours? Oh, I don't even know mine. <laughs> I <laughs> never know it. I think, well, I think it's like T. Kleinhens one on TikTok. <laughs> Just look up Taylor Kleinhens. There's not many of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you mentioned it in the first video, too. And if yeah, you guys... If you guys Just go to our back. Instagram, it's all on there. <laughs> yep. Sorry, you got to do your research on me. Yeah. yeah. Well, mine is Mrs. Fry 0725 for everything, and the link tree is in my bio for those two. All right, guys. Well, it's been great chit-chatting with you. Oh, yeah. This will be a nice long one. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Well, I'll see you guys. We'll see you. All, right, All right. Bye.